Okay, Tzorayim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Das HaSfiros. We're beginning the fourth essay. And this will probably be, as an introductory essay, is the more challenging one because you're going to have trouble um, understanding any possible application. But we have to just grind through the introductions and uh, next tomorrow will be one more and then we get into the actual Sfiros. So things will start coming together. But these are terms. We're learning terms. So when we get to the... Just look, we now know what a sphera is, and <clears throat> we know levels of soul. So now we have to get to something called the conduct of the partsufim. And partsuf is the Hebrew word for a face. And again, the author tell, um, uh, cautions us to remember everything is an analogy. And don't think Hashem has any faces or makes faces at us. It's all an analogy. And when the Zohar discussed the beginning of the concept of partsufim, faces, he, he insisted and told the group they had to swear to him, so to speak, that as the Torah says, the Pasuk says, cursed is the person who makes a graven image. So he swore them not to think at all that when we talk about faces, we're talking about a physical face of Hashem. And if you would do that and you really think it's a real face of Hashem, you've transgressed the prohibition of making graven images. We do not associate Hashem with any kind of a face. It is just an analogy. So just we said that warning. Now we can go ahead and hopefully no one skips the first minute of the class and just pops into the middle. Okay, so we have, and we'll see here in a few days, we'll start charting this out. If we're, if we're created in his image, don't we, wouldn't that naturally make us think that his image is similar to so her? That is still an allegory. Okay. That's the idea. It's, it's an image, but it's an allegory. And what that really means, but it's not something physical. It's okay. not a physical image. It could be an, uh, what do you call it, a transcendental image. So that's something that you can't touch and feel. We only understand things from physical. So we're going to be told, now you don't have to remember every word in every term, but the concepts you need to understand. And then you'll soon get familiar with the terms because as we do this study, you'll see these terms come up often. So in the beginning, it's a struggle is to memorize certain terms, just like you have to memorize the 10 spheros. And in the beginning, I'll have so many things to remember, but as you get used to it, again, you have to memorize um, all your body parts, do you know them by heart? The main ones? You have to memorize hands, feet, heart, brain, liver, kidney, nose. Okay, but when you were two years old, it was hard for you to remember that. And you were rewarded. Where's your nose? Where's your ears? Oh, very good, little child. So the same thing, we're little children in learning this, this teaching. So don't, don't allow this to overwhelm you. That's all we're saying. So there are five partsufim. Okay, that's the first thing we have to know. And these five partsufim, we will see, uh, affect the ten spheros in how the conduct is uh, coming through. And we're going to have to understand what's the difference between a sphere and a parts of which we'll talk about today. But basically... Uh, what we're gonna, 
when we discuss this idea of the relationship between spheros and partsufim, the spheros is a type of conduct that Hashem administers to the world, but the actual conduct manifests itself through the five partsufim, which brings it into reality, as we will explain shortly. Okay. So first we're going to discuss these five partsufim and what they are and what they represent. And after we explain the five partsufim, then we'll explain the difference between partsufim and a svira, so you'll be able to understand what we're talking about. Okay, now, and, and when we say a, a partsuf, it's expressing a level of reality of conduct. Okay, just like you have a person, a whole person has a certain level of conduct. So the parts of uh, expresses a fundamental way of conduct in which God has with creation. There's, we'll see, five realms of conduct that God has with us, broken down in the ten spheros in every realm. We'll explain. We'll say this a few times so it will it will sink in. As soon as we just give me about 15 minutes, it will it'll start to come together. So you just have to. So let's just go through the names of the five partsufim and what's the type of general conduct that exists in that. So the first partsuf is called Arach Anpin. That's Aramaic words. Literally means a long face. Now in the secular world, a long face is be a sad face, but that's not true here. Okay. It, it really is expressing the most illuminated kindness that Hashem is capable of giving to us. There's one type of behavior or structure where it's unmitigated good with nothing else but unmitigated good. And that's from the understanding there's a wording in the Torah. Orech yomi means long days. And that means those are days that are filled with length and goodness. And therefore, when we say a long uh, face, we're talking about the quantity and quality are long as opposed to being big and good. And that is like the best possible environment where Hashem is dealing with us. All good, not any, it's nothing bad at all, at all. And it's rooted, even though there's 10 spheros in it, we'll call the predominant sphera is keser. So keser is connect, it's, it's one of the 10 spheros, but it also is correlates to this um, partsuf, this face, this realm of behavior that is connected to the keser. We'll all explain this more. And this one really, when God is behaving in this way and the reality is perceived that way, it is God's deepest desire and the root of all kindness without any boundaries at all. This was the part Suf Hashem used at the beginning of creation. When Hashem created the world, it was all kindness as the it says in Talem, Olam chesed yibana. God built the world with chesed. It was unmitigated chesed. The source, that source 
that desire to create a world that was to only give 100% good. Now, when we got to the actual creation of the world and things got in the way, but that first thought, I'm going to create a world, it was all for 100% good without anything not like that. Now, when does that reality exist? So it exists, first of all, in the next world. That's the world of great reward. Hashem created us to reward us. He did not create us to punish us. That's a Christian idea. The whole point of creating us was for one reason, to give us the best possible pleasure, and that's contact with God. And the only judgment that exists is to know how much good he should give us. And the best place to get this is in a clear reality, which is the next world. And therefore, God's conduct will behave with the parts of, of long face because the 10 spheros that God will show us are all focused on unlimited good. Totally unlimited good. Now, you're going to say, well, that's wonderful. Okay, that's something I could wait for. But does it have any practical benefit now? And the answer is sometimes God will give you a little taste of it in this world. Rare moments where God's face, so to speak, is very long. And there's only goodness coming out of Hashem. And when does that happen? That happens when we say the 13 attributes of mercy. That's, and this is all going to be elaborated on. But uh, if we talk about the 13 attributes of mercy, if you look right away in, in the Sefer from Rav Moshe Kurtavero, Tomer Dvora, when he talks about the 13 attributes of mercy, he says it's all in the world of Keser and it's all in the world of really this world of Arich Anpin. In other words, when we invoke the 13 attributes of mercy, if we're doing it right, what's the reaction of Hashem? Max Hashem is all good. That's why, for example, after the sin of the golden calf, where God was not operating on that level, there were much different levels. We were bad boys. And God said, I shall wipe you guys out. So Hashem said, Moshe, I'm going to teach you this prayer and if you behave based on the 13 attributes of mercy, my conduct level will be on a different level towards you. And that's the level of Arech Anpin, the long face. So whenever, but you just can't say the words. You got to really live what the, what the credo of having those 13 attributes of mercy. We arouse things that we normally would not deserve. If you go through the normal history of the Jewish people, there are certain times where we really deserved to get wiped out. And if God would operate on a lower face, he would wipe us out. So we have to invoke things to, so to speak, have God show a different face to us. And that comes when we say the 13 attributes of mercy and we live with the 13 attributes of mercy. So it was also historically the splitting of the sea. Where Moshe is praying and Hashem says, what are you praying to me? Tell the Jews to just go into the sea. And the obvious question is, well, what's wrong with praying? And the Zohar explains that at certain times when the Jews are in such bad shape, there's only one face that can save us. And that's the highest face, the face of Aruch Ampin. And with that, if God's going to start worrying about trying to figure if we deserve anything... <laughs> 
That's a lower face, and then we're not going to get anything. And prayer does not exist on this level. Prayer is, oh no, I'm in trouble. God, will you help me? But it depends. You can't be in that much trouble because you're in that much trouble. Prayer isn't even going to help. In other words, there are times when even prayer, which is a very powerful tool, but it's only with certain faces of God. And sometimes prayer is just not going to work. So how is God going to save us? He says, it's got to go, as we say, beyond logic. This can't, If you want me to work logically, it's not going to happen. It has to go to a face that is so beyond that prayer isn't, where even prayer is not effective to save you. We need something beyond what that would do for you. Because prayer, we'll see, only works when the, the lower face of reality, which will all be explained. So this is the long face, the happiest face imaginable. There isn't one drop of judgmentalism here. And there are times when God, show, quote unquote, shows us this face. We'll see that face in the next world. We'll see that face. We've seen that face when God split the sea. We see that face when we truly mean the 13 attributes of mercy. Those are times that are very rare and very um, beautiful. And we, we get things, and that all stems from the keser, because keser is the crown, keser is before we start, it's the initial will. It's rooted in that. There will still be 10 spheros in that reality that needs lots of explanation. But this is the one general face that Hashem makes. That's the highest face. The next face is called Abba, Father, which relates to the basic sphere of Chachma wisdom. Where here, God shows a face that he wants to give also unlimited but a drop less than the one before and no difference than a father when he's in a really good mood and he wants to give to his kid okay imagine when you want to give to your kid you really want to give him a lot but it's not going to be unlimited unlimited is the highest level when a father's really happy with his kid he's really good he's going to give him a lot but it isn't unlimited Okay, and that is Abba. Okay, and this one uh, is when our when their spiritual realities are being revealed, the highest levels. And I was like, gotta be very special times. Just like we'll see what a father, you know, when's the father gonna give everything? Not any time, special times. And what would that be in our lifetime? That's Shabbos. And especially during Musaf of Shabbos, very special time. And that's a time when Hashem wants to give us the real thing, the most important things. It's not a car. It's that spiritual gifts that are very hard to come by. Because those are the most precious gifts. Those are the most approximating unlimited gifts. Where you, where you get a spiritual level that you haven't been able to achieve. All right, so that comes from the world, the face, when God gives you, and that could be, you know, sometimes, as you'll see in a minute, fathers can do a lot of things with children, but the real fathering, if you'd ask somebody, what would be the greatest thing your father could give you? 
what would you say? Now you, now you can only answer this if you had a father who was really great. Not that many people were beneficial, beneficiaries of that. You're going to say, well, my father gave me a car? Well, it's nice. Is that the greatest thing he gave me? Gave you a million, gave you a million dollars. What would you say if you had a real good father? Now again, not everybody was blessed with that. What or you can say, Matt, what would be the greatest thing your father could give you? you? Want to say lessons for life? Sure. Is that physical? Mm-hmm. Can you touch it? A car you could touch, million dollars you could touch, a hug you could touch. Lessons for life are much more ethereal, but probably much more valuable than anything else, wouldn't it? So it, that's, this is the marshal. This is the allegory. So, so Hashem try, tries to give us spiritual wealth. Now that's really, if, if you love someone, that's the best thing you can give. Love lot of these things. So this is is the Abba one, and that comes. You can really get it on Shabbos, and the apex of Shabbos, one of the is Musaf. That's a very special time. So it's now if you understand, you know which face to expect from God, you will behave in a way that fits into that time. Then we get the next, and it's, they're all going in descending order. The next one, so it's going to be easy. Ima, it's the mother which parallels Bina, which is another form of intellect that we'll explain later. And that shows a lot of mercy, like a mother shows mercy to her children. And we'll see it affects uh, lower levels as well. And now the Vilna Gom gives an example. What's the difference between the face of the father and the face of the mother? They're both spiritual faces. They haven't yet come to physical things at all. Uh, however, uh, but just like uh, we'll see in a minute, fathers give, sort of mothers give. And again, the greatest gifts are not physical gifts. And it comes from the world of Bina. There's Chachma, one type of wisdom. Bina is another type of wisdom, which we'll discuss more. And it also is revealed on Shabbos. It's also revealed on Yom Kippur. Those are very special days, which we will see about that more as well. So we're going down to lower levels of, but so far it's still all good stuff. It's like all good stuff, just a little less. Now we go to the parts of called Zeir Anpin, which means the small face. So we have Arach Anpin, big face, Abba Ima, and Zeir Anpin, the small face. That already includes, so we, we dealt with Keser, Chachma, Bina, then the six characteristics from Chesed all the way to Yesod. Those next six of the Spheros, they're rooted in that, and which is also known, just, it's called HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it's called small relative to the big one. Okay? As opposed to the big one, it's really small. Okay, and uh, there's going to be less mercy and less giving. And here already we're dealing with a system of justice, reward and punishment. And that's kind of stuff we see in this world, in the physical world. And that's how Hashem deals with us regular day-to-day life. 
he is giving us the small face, it is still a face that is all part of all the faces, and but it is still uh, as opposed to the, the big face. The big face is, I don't care about what's going on in this world. I'm just giving you everything. Now, it's the small face. It's the father, so to speak, who disciplines you, rewards you, gives you the car, doesn't give you the car. What Hashem rewards us with, you want to have a good year financially, not a good year financially. That's a plane of existence. And really, Lutzano goes into a whole discussion because he talks about two general conducts of God. One is called the conduct of the unity of God, and one is called the con con uh, conduct of justice. And what he means to say is, Abba and Ima, to our understanding, is more with the unity of God, where it's good stuff coming, even though you don't always deserve it, while the lower level, the small face, is basically you get what you deserve. Now, when you're in that small face world, it could be possible you're going to get destroyed. <laughs> And let's say when the base of Migdish was destroyed, what's, what, we were the small face. But, but we didn't get totally annihilated. Well, then it had to be a time of the, the mother, the father. So you begin to see Hashem appears to show us different faces in different phases of history. And that's why it's important to know which face God is, so to speak, showing you to understand how to, to respond and how to deal Right? And the fifth and the final one is called Nukva, which means literally means a hole, but it can also be understood as the female, and it represents the recipient. In other words, it's receiving what it's getting from the small face. And that parallels the tenth and final sphere of Malchus. And that is symbolic of the congregation of Israel, and we all are considered with that face, so to speak. Okay, so therefore, to be to, to clarify this a little more, these two lower faces of Ze'eramtim, the small face, and Nukva, really are expressed mostly in the way, the natural way God deals with the world. Okay, and most of our service is going to be looking at those two faces. Throughout most of our lives, those are the two faces Hashem is going to show us through uh, our learning Torah and doing mitzvahs and praying, and that will cause some kind of unity between Hashem and the Shekhinah, all kinds of ideas, and we're trying to uh, eventually connect things up. So most of our lives are focused with seeing those two faces of Hashem, but that doesn't exclude the other faces coming out in less frequency from that. Okay. Now we come to what we're saying. Now that we have a little idea of that, now we know what's the difference between the conduct of the spheros and the conduct of the faces. And this is Luzzato gives us the explanation. He says the sphera expresses the essential conduct that is being shown, but the parts of is how it really materializes in actuality. In other words, there's the energy and how the energy manifests in this realm of existence okay uh such as chesed is is well we'll come to that in one second i'm jumping the gun so therefore the sphera really let's say expresses okay this sphera is a conduct it's a conduct of chesed chesed means to give good 
to another. That's the essence. The concept of chesed means that good is being showered down to another. How that manifests itself will depend on the type of face that's being shown because that what it's capable of giving is different on every facial level. The giving won't materialize the same way. The giving that God's going to give in Olam Haba is not the giving he's going to give you today when you're stuck in rush hour traffic. Obviously, it's going to manifest itself in totally a different way. So the sphera is the essential force characteristic, but the characteristic has to manifest itself in the context of where it's being employed. So let's give a simple example. The difference between the chesed that a father does with his children to the chesed that a mother does with her children. So we've got Abba and Ima, our second and third faces, right? And let's say chesed on the Abba level is giving, chesed on the Ima level is giving, but tell me the difference, generally speaking, we're using crude analogies, what's using the kindness a father gives versus the kindness that a mother gives? Simple, let's oversimplify it. Whenever you thought of your father being kind to you, how did it manifest itself? He? Knowledge versus emotion. No. He gave you things. How's a father show up? Here. You want some allowance? Here, take $5. You want the car? Okay, my kids know if they need money or anything, they go to me. They always did, and when they're married. They want money, they don't go to my mother, to my wife. <laughs> Not that she wouldn't give them, but if they want more, they're going to go to me. <laughs> it's just the way it is. It, oh, if you want something, you go to Abba. Don't waste your time with you. Okay. But the chesed that the mother does, well, she'll make the kid's favorite, <laughs> his favorite food. Um, she'll uh, extend herself and go to hear his... Uh, what do you call it? Um, what do you tell when you play music? Recital. The recital. The mother go to the recital, not the father. Now they're both doing chesed, but there's a difference in how it's expressed, each one according to their personality. So just like the father, you're going to say the father didn't have chesed to the child, but the father, we you know, the mother will stay up three hours at night and, and let the child spill out their guts. Father says, I'm tired, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> tell me what you decided. How much is it going to cost and I'll take care of it? Now, now, you need both of them. You need both of them, but they're different models. So there's sometimes when Hashem is going to be like, and, these, and this is spiritually now. Remember, that's much higher. Um, so that is, uh, so therefore, the sphera of chesed is showing that there's giving, but the depth and how much depends on which parts of it's happening at. Okay, so that, I think that's about as clear of a definite. So therefore, we have to know, we have to be cognizant which parts of are we in and which sphera is operating in that parts of. Okay, that is a, a good way of understanding it. And each parts of has the 10 spheros in it. But there's more dominant ones, as we said, in each parts of. But all 10 will be employed in every one of them. And, uh, and therefore, the combinations will be different. 
So in other words, when we hear explanations of what chesed is, you have to say, well, tell me which parts of it's coming out of, and that how chesed will relate to gvura when you're in one part of, will relate differently when you're in other parts of. And we got to realize that most of our parts of them are only the two lower ones, but there's opportunities for the bigger ones. So to make it a certain analogy, how much, you know, when you think about your relationship with your um, parents, when you were really little, you really didn't have that much of a relationship. You didn't even realize what your parents were. They were just ATM machines. A little child doesn't really know what a father is. Doesn't really know what, what a mother is. You know, it's just, okay, um, reward and punishment. <laughs> reward and punishment. You got to get older to know what a father really is. You got to get older to know what a mother is. And then ultimately, you got to get older, older to really know what their whole essence is. So sort of it's like Hashem. Hashem is dealing with us. Uh, now this will, should progress with age. And you should, if you develop yourself spiritually, you'll see, you'll experience other faces of Hashem. If you don't, you won't even realize what's going on over here. And that's why it's so important. And just like you imagine, what would have been the saddest thing in the world is that you live with a parent for 80 years, you know, and you never saw them more than an ATM machine. And some will think, well, what am I missing? <laughs> I know if I do this, my father's happy. I do this, he's not happy. So I do things to make sure he's happy. And maybe, so that's true. But is that the limit to the relationship you want to have? Would you ever think of going on vacation with your father if he's not paying for everything? Would you want to go on your vacation with your dad if he's not paying anything and you have to pay? If I have to pay, I'll go with my friends, not with my dad. Because the good he gives me is very limited. It's just money. So, okay, when I need money, I'll ask him for it. Do we understand, is this the relationship we have with Hashem? So now that, so God will relate to us, basically how we relate to him. So these are the faces. So just like, you know, and unfortunately, when you get older, sometimes it's too late to say, I wish I had a deeper relationship with my parents. So unfortunately, that can happen with Hashem as well, that we could sit when it, and it's all over. So I wish I had a better relationship with Hashem. Now it might be a little too late for that. So this is where the parts, this is all theory, but I, I think you're beginning to see. So when we're trying to understand how God behaves. He behaves depending on which face he shows and we have to emulate Hashem. So therefore we have to learn all the skill sets of the 10 spheros and when you apply it under one situation, it will be applied differently in another situation. So when we ask you to define what is chesed, you got to tell me, well, which face are we talking about? And one chesed in one face will not be a chesed in another face, and therefore it requires flexibility on our parts and say, well, okay, chesed is kindness, I'll do kindness, I'll do kindness, I'll do kindness. Well, no, kindness over here is not kindness over there. Right? When my little child is little, I give him a candy. That's a kindness. My 75-year-old son, here it's like a candy. <laughs> Not going to cut it. So then, so now you can imagine a kid who's little says, oh, guess dad loves me more. He gives me candy. All he sees is him talking to you. Just give me a candy. 
Well, the other one says, well, you silly boy, you know, I don't need candies from Abba. I need st different stuff from Abba that only he can give me because it's a different face he's showing me. So I think, I think that's about as best as I can explain that idea. And definitely, we see the, one of the big differences, as we said, prayer is only, uh, has nothing to do with the, only the zeranpin, the small face, when we're dealing with reward and, and judgment, so to speak, but not with the long face. The, the long face, what are you praying to me for? There's nothing to pray for. I, I'm just showering you with good. It gets to a point where prayer is like not necessary anymore. You're going to pray to your dad who's showering you with unlimited. There's no, no holds barred, nothing, no strings attached, no nothing. You ask, it's just not there. I don't need any help because it's all being given to me there. Okay, we've got to stop it here. We just, every day it's going to get more and more. And uh, we're going to slowly move into the uh, five levels of soul on a deeper level. Okay, Shabbat.